0: Good morning. I'm Jaka, your friendly layperson, not priest or anything official, just a regular person like yourself, and this is the Daily Office. In particular, today's morning prayer is in honor of St. Barnabas, the Apostle. So it's a little bit different than what you would find in the normally in the normal um daily office readings for the third Sunday after Pentecost, or proper five, according to your Book of Common Prayer. So the readings for today are Psalm 15, Ecclesiasticus 31, verses 3 through 11. And if you're not familiar, Ecclesiasticus is one of the books that are not included in all Protestant Bibles, right? So it's um, also called The Re- Wisdom of Jesus, Son of Sirach, and is part of the Apocrypha. So if you have an inclusive Bible that's there, otherwise you can find it on Logos or Bible Gateway or any one of those. And Acts chapter four, verses 32 through 37. So that being said, we begin on page, sorry, that's the dog in the background. It's a little early for him. (laughs) Anyway, we begin on page 79. Oh, excuse me. Page 77 of the Book of Common Prayer. We give thanks to the Father who has made us worthy to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Continuing with the confession of sin on page 79. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, Let us adore him. We'll use the jubilate today. Begins on page 82. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. The Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. Come, let us adore him. If you're keeping your place, we're on page 84 in the book of Common Prayer, and we are now reading Psalm 15. O Lord, who may abide in your tent, who may dwell on your holy hill, those who walk blamelessly and do what is right and speak the truth from their heart, who do not slander with their tongue and do no evil to their friends, nor take up a reproach against their neighbors in whose eyes the wicked are despised, but who honor those who fear the Lord, who stand by their oath even to their hurt, who do not lend money at interest, and do not take a bribe against the innocent. Those who do these things shall never be moved. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our next reading is from Ecclesiasticus, or the Wisdom of Jesus, son of Sirach, chapter 3, I'm sorry, chapter 31, verses three through 11. The rich person toils to amass a fortune, and when he rests, he fills himself with his dainties. The poor person toils to make a meager living, and if he ever rests, he becomes needy. One who loves gold will not be justified. One who pursues money will be led astray by it. Many have come to ruin because of gold, and their destruction has met them face to face. It is a stumbling block to those who are avid for it, and every fool will be taken captive by it. Blessed is the rich person who is found blameless and who does not go after gold. Who is he that we may praise him? For he has done wonders among his people. Who has been tested by it and been found perfect? Let it be for him a ground for boasting, who has had the power to transgress and did not transgress and to do evil and did not do it. His prosperity will be established and the assembly will proclaim his acts of charity. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle nine, page 86. and this is known in all the world. Cry aloud, inhabitants of Zion, ring out your joy. For the Great One in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Acts chapter 4, verse 32 through 37. Acts chapter 4, verses 32 through 37. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them, and brought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet and it was distributed to each as any had need. There was a Levite, a native native of Cyprus, Joseph, to whom the apostles gave the name Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He sold a field that belonged to him, then brought that money and laid it at the apostles' feet. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And this time we will try, even though you're not physically here with me, my reading the verse and you're reading the response, so where it has the V dot next to it, I'll read that, and you read the R dot, and it'll be a little odd because we can't really hear each other, but hopefully we can hear, um, hear the echoes of each other. Show us your mercy, O Lord. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. Lord, keep this nation under your care. Let your way be known upon earth. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Create in us clean hearts, O God. Collect for St. Barnabas can be found on page 241. Grant, O God, that we may follow the example of your faithful servant Barnabas, who, seeking not his own renown, but the well-being of your church, gave generously of his life and substance for the relief of the poor and the spread of the gospel. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. So here's the time for our personal prayer, and I have a couple that I will say out loud on the recording, and then I will pause the recording. You all can pause listening and say your own personal prayers, because there are some things that we just don't put out all over the internet, right? There is a space within the daily office for personal prayer with the Lord, which is a blessed and lovely thing. So. This prayer is a prayer attributed to St. Francis and can be found on page 833. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood is to understand, to be loved is to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. And on 832, prayer 58 for guidance. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light riseth up in darkness for the godly, Grant us in all our doubts and uncertainties the grace to ask what thou wouldst have us do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in thy light we may see light, and in thy straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So I have a couple thoughts on um, the readings today that I will share with you, and then we will have our personal time. So the first is from our psalm, particularly from verse 5. So we're looking here at Psalm 15, verse 5, and it reads, who do not lend money at interest and do not take a bribe against the innocent. And what occurred to me is that a bribe may not necessarily be an offer of money. There are a lot of um, offers of things that look at first to be to our advantage in this world. Um, And I would say that, A, none of us are innocent, but if we can brush that aside, right? Um, innocent in particular of of the thing that we are um, accusing them of or or sacrificing them to or throwing them under the bus for, right? How many times have we been or we done to someone else, we sacrifice them at work to save ourselves, our reputation you know, whatever. I had a particular situation, I'm going to try to speak rather vaguely about it, um I was accused of saying something that I did not say and it was a very hurtful thing. And I knew exactly who had said this hurtful thing in the workplace because I was I was in the room, but I just did not feel like God gave me permission to throw this under person under the bus. And it was really hard work to restore the working relationship that had been damaged because um because I could not pass the blame for this thing, even though I hadn't said it. But what I came to understand, and it it took me about a year, I think, to get there, maybe a little bit longer even, was that although I hadn't said these particular hurtful words, I had spoken other words, and I had acted in such a way that it made my saying those things believable. And so what my eyes were open to was that Even though I hadn't said this particular phrase as a direct quote, um, I had portrayed that message with the words and actions that I did perform and say, if that makes sense. So it did end up being a very illuminative experience for me. Don't know if that story helps anybody, but there it is. It's out there. So uh, continuing on to our verse from Ecclesiasticus or in in your Bible it, it might be abbreviated Sirach because it, it is also wisdom from Jesus, son of Sirach. So chapter 31, and it's it's kind of the middle of verse 10 that I want to get at, so I'll read all of verse 10. Who has been tested by it and been found perfect? Let it be for him a ground for boasting, who has had the power to transgress and did not transgress and to do evil and did not do it and man this it really pricked my my conscience here i think is probably the way to say it it's easy to be sinless when you don't have the opportunity or the capability to sin it's what you do when you have that power that opportunity that capability so i think this I think this should speak to a lot of us about our judgment of others, you know? Praise God, for me, addiction is not something that I struggle with. I have many other struggles, but that doesn't happen to be one of them. It could be very tempting for me to blame those who are addicted um, for the sin in which they find themselves, right? To just be all kinds of judgmental on them. But I don't know what that looks like. That's not the road that I've had to walk. I have not had that particular experience. And so that's what this verse to me speaks about. And along those lines, it is sometimes I think a shocking moment of self-reflection to step back and think about what abuses of power we might be tempted to carry out if we had the power. So, those are just my thoughts um, on the verses this morning. I am going to pray my personal prayers now, so I will push pause. You do the same. I'll see you back here in a minute. Continuing with the general thanksgiving on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we are unworthy servants. Give you humble thanks. Amen.